Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So we were told by a lot of people, a lot of people, that going from contractors to employees is complicated, expensive, overwhelming, different. And we were like, yeah, okay, cool. And so we spent a lot of time not pursuing employees because we thought it would be complicated, expensive and change everything. And so then we actually like looked into it and we were both were like, oh, it's a lot simpler than we thought. And we get to have all of this say and control in how they spend their time and when they work and what they do and think of what that could give us. And so we did it. And it was like, oh, wait, (laughs) there was a surprise part of this that I was not expecting. Where did you know that this part was going to happen? Yeah. I knew this part was going to happen. What I didn't know was how much it would impact our business if we weren't ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? So I think it's important for you to get a basic understanding of what the difference between a contractor and an employee is, and then how you can treat them different. And then ultimately, what that means in terms of not only pay for them, but the costs to the company. So a contractor is exactly what it sounds like. It's someone who is under a contract with you and they are signing on for either a specific amount of hours, a specific project, whatever the contract states, right? But they are their own entity. They are their own company. Um, They can be like a sole prop, but they're still technically in charge of their own income, reporting their own taxes and all of the other things that come with running a business. I'm sure many of you have been a contractor for other people and are fairly familiar with what that process looks like. Mm -hmm. But I think what you may not realize is what you can and can't do with an employee and vice versa. 
So I think probably one of our biggest frustrations and the big driver behind us ultimately pursuing having an employee was on a basis that we didn't necessarily get to decide when a contractor worked. Mm -hmm. We were not in charge of what hours they showed up. We could set deadlines, but even those were, Mm -hmm. we had to be a little loose with it. Like we, they couldn't necessarily like literally illegal to do this. Right. And so we wanted a little more structure in our day. Emily and I, while we run a creative business and while we do have a lot of time off, we still work pretty quote unquote professional working hours. Like Mm -hmm. we work during the day on weekdays and we had a lot of contractors that worked late at night when their kids were in bed. Some people even at one point or another, we've worked with people on the other side of the world And that was just a lot in terms of like management, but also just slowing down timelines for communication. I think that was the biggest. Yes. And, and I was going to go off of that and say, for some of you, this may be like a, just not a big deal whatsoever. You're either super flexible or I honestly think because there's two of us as in me and Abby, that we already have to be flexible within each other for when we're going to work and when is stuff getting done and when can I expect a response and this, that, or the other that like, we don't really have that much room outside of that space to be flexible with everyone else on a different schedule. Mm -hmm. And so like for you, it might not be that big of a deal, but The way that we work and sometimes the quickness in which we pivot or make decisions, whether it be a good habit or a bad habit, it is still true. It's something that we've done for four years. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need other people who are working at the same time that we're working to be the most efficient. I also really valued the thought that if someone was an employee, they were dedicated to our business. Yeah. They weren't necessarily trying to go out and find other clients, to fill other time. They were focused on what we were focused on and their goals were based on our goals. Whereas contractors, God love them, like we have many of them and we appreciate all of them. They're focused on their goals inside their own business. And so sometimes that means we're not a priority and we have to deal with that. Like we hired contractors and so... Well, and let me tell you one thing I wasn't expecting either. And it's happened to us multiple times. And and the fact is like, it just happens. It's going to happen to you too. If you pursue hiring and having people coming in and out the amount of people like, and you will start to get this skill of identifying someone who is wanting to have ambitions outside of your company and do their own thing. And someone who's like willing to stay dedicated to your company and or their clients' companies. Mm -hmm. Like I can almost smell that person now in a conversation where I'm like, oh, you're going to want to go off and start your own thing. So that just means it's not a right fit. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that person. No. Uh, But it, it is hard and expensive for an employee, the owner of the company, to train and onboard and bring someone new. And so you have to be mindful as the person doing that to try to get someone who's going to stick around long term. And in this industry, like it's kind of hard to find because we've talked about this a little bit before, but like to have the unicorn of someone who's familiar enough with the creative entrepreneurial space in Facebook groups or Pinterest or knowledgeable in some realm of this industry, but also not want to start their own thing is very hard to find. Right. And it's not to say that they don't exist, but 
oh, we've had some of them work for us before. And then they've either like left or whatever for different reasons, but like, it's really hard. And I wasn't expecting, I think that to me is like top two shockers in this whole journey. Yeah. I think if we were in a different industry looking for contractors, that wouldn't necessarily be quite the case, but because we're specifically entrepreneurs hiring other entrepreneurs, it's just like, and we're sitting here like, start your own business, be a creative entrepreneur, be full time. Like that's like, literally what we help people do. Like, Don't listen to my content. You'll get no, ideas. It's going to make you want to quit your job, which is with us. <laughs> So we saw a lot of benefit to having an employee. We also saw the benefit in potentially having someone local. We always worked with someone outside of our state many times. Like not even in the Midwest. Yeah, most of them aren't in the Midwest. And so the idea of having someone that I could call and they could come over for coffee 20 minutes later, like Mm -hmm. felt like a dream Mm -hmm. and it was, and it is, and like, it's exciting. And I really, really enjoyed having someone local. And just so you know, like, I feel like you're silently judging me. Our employee has since left, but like on her own Oh yeah. Volition. Like there was no like fallout or whatever. Like she only, yeah. But I think it's really cool that we're able to bring you the, Oh, we had contractors and then we had an employee and now we're back to all contractors again, but for no like bad reasons. Yeah. We're all in good company. We, we everyone is so great. Everyone's so good. Okay. (laughs) So I think in terms of like when you're getting ready to think about hiring an employee, there are some things you want to think about. One, you need a job description. I've talked about job descriptions before on the podcast, but they are vital. Mm -hmm. And you have to be very clear up front with what you're looking for. Any sort of lack of clarity on your end is going to translate to confusion and you being upset later because they have unmet expectations that are actually silent unmet expectations because you never set expectations. Well, and I'm going to even put a pin in that and say, before you literally do anything, you need to figure out a budget. For sure. Like that's priority. And like when you create your budget, add more money on top of that. (laughs) Because just like with how it shakes out with taxes and cash, because so, here's a lesson I, it was hard for me to learn, but I learned it and I don't like it. When you pay yourself as the owner of the business, you pay yourself cash, right? You transfer it from this account to this account. You use maybe Gusto or like you transfer, however you do it, right? It comes out of your account. When you pay contractors, you can either do it out of your account or you can charge it on like your company credit card that then you pay at the end of the month or whatever, right? And it's not like that immediate cash. Well, when you have employees, you pay them cash, not card, cash, dollars. So so she's talking about cash flow wise. Right. It's confusing cash flow wise. So most contractors, I mean, most people I know pay with a credit card because then you can get get some money back and all of that jazz. And that means there's usually about a 45 day delay before you have to technically owe that money. But as soon as you have an employee, like you have to have cash in your checking account to pay said employee Mm -hmm. or you're up a creek without a paddle. Mm -hmm. Right. So if Emily didn't know this, like, wow, I'm sorry. (laughs) You didn't know that. Uh, I was very aware that that would be. I, d- I think, I and mean, I probably knew it. I just like it, you know, you're just not aware of how all the things like hit fall out into place. I think so many of us, like if you're using 
like a company credit card. And when I say use a company credit card, I'm talking about using it in all the smart practices. Don't sit here and just like rack up that company credit card and never pay it. We pay ours off in full. Please be smart about your company credit card. But cash flow is a huge problem for small businesses. Huge. If you've got marketing campaigns you run or want to run or something to invest in or whatever, like having a cash cushion is crucial to your success. Seriously. And so anything that helps deplete that, whether it's all or just like more than you expected, you just be ready for is all I'm saying. Right. So I think what she's trying to say, and she just didn't know how to say, and that's cool, is that it, when you're switching, like say they were a contractor and now they're becoming an employee, because of the delay of the credit card, that may mean their salary is due the same time as their last payment is due yeah. on your credit card, yeah. which feels like a double whammy. It's just really you changing your pay schedule. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have extra cash, it can feel like a giant stab in the heart. Um, and like, even though I was prepared for it, it's still, even you can crunch all the numbers all day long, but seeing someone's pay come out basically twice twice in the same time period is like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Like that was a lot. So in terms of that, you need a budget, but like, what does that mean? You need to have an idea of how much you want to spend in total. Now this does not mean or translate to their potential salary or hourly pay. No. What you want to pay in total is a number you need to decide on because it's it costs more than their pay to have an employee. You're going to have, generally speaking, some sort of payroll provider fee, and then you are going to have company taxes. Depending on your state, it's going to be a little bit different. I would estimate between 10 and 20% more than you are paying that person. So just as an example, say you have an employee and their average pay is $3,500 a month. Your company may pay taxes of $350 to $500 a month. And that may not seem like a lot, but like the more they work and the fact that that stacks every single month, 10 to 20% more than you anticipated is a lot. And so you need to be working backwards from the total amount, not necessarily their gross pay. Yeah. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I think another thing to consider, and this is like easy enough to figure out, you just have to literally decide, but as an employee or employer, paid holidays, vacation time, that's also stuff that you're probably not used to thinking about with contractors that like, if they don't work, they don't get paid. And part of that's really nice. And you know, you're easing into employees because you want someone to work more or on your own terms, but it just comes with more cushion for them in that sense. And that costs money. Yeah. So paid holidays, paid time off, other benefits you may want to provide, say healthcare, Mm -hmm. 401k, all of those things cost your company money. They're benefits. Absolutely. Yeah. When you're running a small business, that can really add up. Potentially, it could cost... I mean, it really, it really just depends on yeah. how much you offer, but I mean, it could cost a lot more. And so like per year, it's not a whole lot. If you're looking at it, like when we were talking about paid holidays, like we're adding up like, okay, how many days is that? How many hours is that this equivalent to a really nice bonus? Really? Right. But then what if you also want to give a bonus? So like, you just have to think about these things. Right. And all things you need to keep into account and work backwards on. Mm. And every state is different about their requirements. So you may have minimum requirements for benefits, depending on where you're at, how many hours they're working and in what state they're working and where your business is located versus where the employee is located also has to be taken into into account. I think the bottom line is if you 
want to hire an employee, you need to meet with a CPA. (laughs) Yeah. Don't just take advice off of this podcast. You need to understand what your human resource requirements are based on your state and your CPA might not have that information. Like you may need a human resource expert in your area to help you out. We just really lucked out that one of our contractors, like that's their background. (laughs) And like she was able to look up a lot of things for us that I didn't even necessarily know how or where to navigate. Right. There also can be a lot of paperwork. I love... And uh, this podcast may or may not be sponsored by Gusto today, but (laughs) our payroll provider and they take care of so much of the paperwork for you, which is incredible. But like the moment something gets misfiled or there's a confusion anywhere, you have to be willing to step in and call the state or call a hotline or whatever. And sometimes that can feel really overwhelming. Like I'm not prepared to right. do this. Right. Because um, like typically if you're in the, if you're in the camp of like, Oh, bringing on your first employee, you're not bringing on an HR department. Like no. it's you and your system. Right. So that's time, which is money. <laughs> right. I feel so blessed that Gusto took yeah. so much of it. And we've really had minimal issues with hiring in terms of paperwork and all that. We have had some confusion because where we live, we straddle a state line and the business is located in one state. I'm in one state. Emily's in another state. I lived in the other state and then I moved. Yeah. Whole thing. So it really had nothing to do with hiring the employees or that Emily moved and it was just kind of all happening simultaneously where there was confusion about like, in what state are we paying this particular tax yeah. and notices and all of that? So for the most part, it was a smooth transition. But I would say after you make the budget, understanding that you're going to have to pay extra taxes, you have to consider what benefits you are or aren't offering. You also need to consider the fact that whatever you offer your first employee is basically the bar you have set in your business. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get into the law behind some of that, but like basically you couldn't hire someone two weeks later and offer them lower benefit. Like, right. And again, I'm not an expert, so don't quote me on that. (laughs) I'm sure that's why executives get more perks in other businesses. Why or how they can do that? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But I just know for us, it was hit on over and over again that like we're setting the bar. And so like knowing that, like go in a little lower than you're comfortable because it will cost more than you think. Even it if it will cost that. more than you think. Yeah. <laughs> That's my biggest takeaway. <laughs> yeah. So you, like the benefits are there too. Like I'm not yeah. trying to sit here and like completely discourage you guys. Cause I definitely feel like that's what people did for us. Every time we brought up wanting to have an employee, yeah. I feel like everyone was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Discouraging. And they weren't even doing it for these reasons necessarily. It's just a lot. And like, it's worth it if you get a great one and you know, they're going to grow with you and all of these different things, because I did very much enjoy the, I hate using the word control because that's not what I did at all, but just the say on like, here's what I would like for you to work. These are the hours I want you to have, like figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then stricter deadlines and, and collaboration and like having someone here for brainstorming and meetings and like all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot that was exciting about it, but there was also risk. So 
I think it's important that we talk about even if you budgeted well, you wrote a solid job description. And I have talked about hiring, like go listen. We did a really good episode about job descriptions. Yeah. So if you were like, what does the hiring process look like? Go listen to that episode. I don't remember the number. I am like the worst at referencing it. If you can't figure it out, seriously, DM me on Instagram. I will find it for you. So after you've gone through the hiring process though, and you fill out all the paperwork based on whatever payroll provider you're doing, here are the things that may come up for you. You can budget to high heaven. And while we have said that this business can be more stable than other businesses, it still experiences fluctuation, right? And the fluctuation I wasn't necessarily prepared for was that what we see this month is not what we see next month. And I mean, we had dealt with it for years where Emily and I were paying ourselves. But for a lot of that time, we fluctuated our personal income to reflect what was going on in the business. Yeah. But with an employee, you can't do that. Can't do that. Mm-mm. No, because Abby and I, as the owners, can just be like, hey, cool, we can literally change the percentage anytime we want. Like we can take however much money, but it's only going to leave this much or whatever. Right. But us as the owners just have an understanding with each other that that's going to be flexible. But when you bring someone on for a salary rate, we can't. Right. Right. And so you have one month that goes against your predictions or whatever. Like it can put you in a really tight spot depending on how much you're paying an employee. Yep. Which led to, I think once, at least once (laughs) where our employee literally got paid more than we did. Yeah. And in some cases a lot more. (laughs) Because we are, as the owners, like have the opportunity to make intense sacrifices for our business where we cannot ask that of an employee. We drink. And so if it ain't there, it ain't there. But yeah, it was definitely one of those things where it was like, okay, a lot of this is adding up to be like, we should have had a much bigger cushion Mm -hmm. to go into hiring an employee, paying them their salary, and then their contractor fee at the same time, going into like launching something and needing a marketing cushion, going into the, you know, there's so many things that are happening all the time in business that knowing what I know now, when we pursue it another time, there will just be different planning involved. Yeah. I think in terms of next time, I'm not like a huge, I know a lot of people preach profit first and like, I like a lot of the principles behind profit first, but I don't, I've never adopted the having multiple bank accounts and all of that. However, with this, especially with your first one, I could definitely see the value in having a bank account with six months to 12 months of their salary sitting there in cash. Yep. So that if anything were to happen, like you never had to second guess. Because I mean, Emily and I take, we took it very personally. Like what we do for our employee felt like a reflection Mm -hmm. of us. And we never wanted her to feel uncomfortable. We never wanted her to feel like she was at risk. And so like, I wish I had had that as an option. And, you know, and why she left had nothing to do with any of that. It was, I mean, she just had a desire to go back to what she was doing before. Yeah. (laughs) She worked for us and that's fine. But I would recommend having Mm -hmm. a dedicated savings because it's really easy to say, because I 
admit it. When we were looking at doing this, I remember having like explicit conversations. Well, this piece, this one thing we do in our business will pay our salary for the whole year. Mm-hmm. But then in other conversations, whether we realized it or not, we're like, we'll use that for this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it so, always happens. Unless you literally earmark it, so there's no way you can. Right. You like to double dip when you're talking. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't make yourself all talk no game. Like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta like hold it together. Yeah. So I think just like any other conversation about employees versus contractors, everyone's like there's pros and there's cons, but truly I can't sit here and tell you that I prefer one over the other. I really, really liked a lot of the benefits we got by having an employee. I also like a lot of the flexibility that we get by having contractors. It's just different. And Mm -hmm. so you just have to decide what you're ready for financially. That is the biggest piece. Mm-hmm. And then you can break everything down and really like get into the nitty gritty about hiring and descriptions and like budgeting and all that stuff. But like, do you have the money for it? And then add 20%. Right. I don't know why it feels so much easier to float stuff around with your card, but you don't realize how big of a luxury 45 days is until right. you don't have it. A hundred percent. I think that's what a lot of us are doing, which is fine. Like we do it, like do it. Cash flow is an issue. But yeah, that 45-day grace period, I think we just like think that it applies to everything and it doesn't. No. That doesn't. I mean, I don't really have much more to say about it. You just, you really, <laughs> I would say 20% for taxes max, mm-hmm. Ten, another 10 to 20% for benefit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can play with that number, but just know that like there's a lot that goes into it and all of this can change on a whim based on your state requirements. (laughs) Yeah. So good luck with that. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.